0: Blob Talk Radio
1: Hi and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk TV Live I am your host Barbara Barnett and we have a great show tonight, and we're joined tonight by James Daly, Jimmy Daly, also known as Jerome Wetzel TV. Oh my gosh, how come everybody's logging out? We had all these people in the chat room, and now that the show has started, oh here they come, they're coming back.
0: I'm so because happy because
1: he told them the I was on the show. They all
0: laughed. they're oh, like, fam again. No,
1: it was really we're weird. Pass. I, don't, I wonder if the, if the if Log Talk Radio just like logged them out or something. I don't know what's going on. We had a whole bunch of people in the chat room, and it's like all of a sudden they they logged out, and now they're all typing, so we'll find out what happened. Um, oh, just refreshing the screen. Uh-oh, are you hearing things now? Angela, are you hearing me? Uh-oh, don't tell me. Uh, Hello? Are you there? Um, can everybody in the chat room help, hear me? I see a lot of people um, logging out and logging in, and, oh, she can hear me. Okay, yay. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we have a good show tonight, and uh, we're going to be talking about Once Upon a Time. And Jimmy and I have both seen, well, I've seen all of next Sunday's episode, two weeks, almost two weeks away. Um, and Jimmy, you've seen all but the last ten minutes or so. Yeah, I about three quarters of the way through about three quarters of the way through, so we'll talk about Once Upon a Time. As you know, ask questions. Um, I will answer them, and I will talk about um, some of the things that are going on in, in sort of broad strokes, but I cannot give you any plot spoilers, and there's really good reasons, especially for an episode
0: like this, don't you think, Jimmy? Well, I mean, I know why we wouldn't want us to tell him that Henry dies in the first five minutes, but other than that, I don't really see the problem. Oh, you
1: spoiled it oh
0: crap,
1: hey, crap. You know, <laughs> i can't trust you with anything can i you know abc is going to take my privileges away because you just spoiled it henry's going to oh oops
0: in the they're virus. not going to take your privileges because i i have my own login so it's not oh your that's fault, true but
1: I- yeah but it's my show <laughs> that's true, except next time I'll go for
0: something that's even a little bit believable instead of something okay, so yeah i will
1: I will allay everyone's fears. No, Henry does not die in the first five minutes, at
0: least not in the first five minutes.
1: at Maybe least not later. In the first five minutes. um now, on the other hand, do we know that Rumpel is living? Well, yeah, I mean, other than the fact that he's been seen filming in Vancouver, um well, whatever, anyway, we'll talk about once upon a time in a little while. So I realized that TV now has like four seasons. It's like so weird. I was so used to, when I was growing up, TV had one primetime season and it went from Mm -hmm. September through May or June. And then the summer was for reruns and for like really bad shows that would fill in during the summer. Like, um, well, some good shows, but mostly it was summer filler. And, um, all of a sudden, over time, and, and a lot of it because of cable and a lot of it because of um, other things, um, the TV season doesn't ever end or begin. So, we had a season that began in September, which is the big, you know, kind of the big season. And then we had another season started in January um, that brought in a whole bunch of new shows that I've been well, watching. I feel and like
0: I feel like that was the model five years ago. I, I think now there's not even that well defined because well, we no, had that a lot say. of premieres in September, but there were a lot of premieres in October. There were a lot of premieres in November. Well, this is what I was going to say. Know, there were a lot of, you know,
1: So now this week, starting this week and next week, you know, the beginning of March, we have season part three, and um, you know, TV season part three because you have a bunch of shows that are going to be starting in March, end of February, beginning of March. Running through June. And then, of course, then we have the summer schedule, which has wonderful shows like Newsroom and, you know, and, and a bunch of stuff. But we've got coming up. We've got Hannibal premiering on Friday. Mm-hmm. We have what looks like it's going to be a fun comedy um, called Silicon Valley on HBO coming up. And I've not mm-hmm. seen it yet. I'm looking forward to getting the screener for that. We have Game of Thrones coming up. We have, uh, oh gosh, uh, Cosmos is going to be debuting on Fox, and I have not seen the premiere episode of that yet, and I'm really, really excited about it. But there's a whole bunch of shows that are uh, coming up that are going to be debuting in the next couple weeks. Um, And I'm still watching all the shows that debuted in in January, and I want to talk about those a little bit. I can't remember, did we last Monday go through all of the Amazon.com pilots?
0: We did not. Uh, I have not seen them all last Monday, but I I have seen the five comedy dramas now. Okay,
1: I have as well, and I know you wrote about a couple of them, and I wrote about all of them. I wrote about all
0: five separately, individually. Okay,
1: and I wrote about all five of them in one thing. So this is the cool thing about TV seasons and Amazon.com, because Amazon.com not only has its own publishing arm, now it has its own production company and its own sort of network-y thing, because they have their instant, you know, prime instant videos, and this is kind of an offshoot of this. So last year, they, uh, what they do, they call it their pilot season, and they have a bunch of shows, and there's one episode of each, so it's a pilot, and everybody gets to watch them for free and vote on them. And then they pick one or two or how many other shows they're going to do to actually produce them. And give them a place to live. And last year um, begat the wonderful Alpha House, which I love. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait for season two, and I know it's been renewed. And then this year they, they uh, put on pilot five kid shows, which I've not watched any of, and five mm-hmm. grown-up shows. And um, so so let's kind of go through those, and and we're going, as I said, I will devote the last at least half hour of the show, if not longer, maybe the last forty minutes of the show to talk about once upon a time. I also want to save some stuff for next week, too, for once upon a time, because it won't be on next week, it'll be on in two weeks. so um, so, okay, so let's talk about the comedies first. What did you think about the com- the, the three comedies? Well they're called first one is called the. One is called Rebels. Let's talk about uh-huh. Rebels. What did you think of Rebels? Rebels oh Rebels is about a um, a bimbo who inherits a football team.
0: From her Is that good way husband. to describe it? Is that so a good she way wants to fix their costumes. Their costumes mm-hmm. are ugly.
1: This has to be the stupidest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and it, I mean, it did not. See, it did not help that the opening scene. Uh, Well, Mm -hmm. wasn't the the opening scene was actually really good because you had the NFL Sunday guys talking, Mm -hmm. but the funeral—so maybe the funeral scene was the first scene. Whatever the scene, the funeral scene was really offended me, and it was like—well, maybe offend isn't the right word. It stupefied me for its stupidity, I suppose. If they were going to do a Jewish funeral, get it right, for (laughs) heaven's sake. I mean, really? Ugh. I, it really that really annoyed me because the one thing that they said, and they said in the prayer that they said, was the one thing they would never ever say at a funeral. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, oh God, can I can't believe it. Talk about stereotypes. I really didn't like it, and and the fact that this bimbo cheer ex cheerleader um, inherits this big football team and wants to run it herself. I don't think is oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we get, do we give it thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm giving it a big thumbs down.
0: Oh, it was easily the worst of Amazon's pilot batch this year. Uh, it what? wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst sitcom pilot I've seen in the last twelve months. But it no, was bottom three for sure. <laughs> Uh, Well, yeah, there was a a similar show called Back in the Game on, I want to say ABC, with this girl that starts coaching her son's baseball team, and I argue that that one was worse, but this one was Mm -hmm. pretty darn bad. And it's a shame because I love Natalie Z, who's the lead character. I mean, she's been in a bunch of other stuff I've watched and I've really enjoyed, but this is not a show I would recommend at all by any stretch.
1: Okay, me either. So next is Transparent with the wonderful Jeff Tambor. I really, really like Jeff Tambor. I liked him since he was on the um, Larry Sanders show, the Gary Shandling show, sorry. Larry Sanders mm-hmm. show. Larry Sanders show. Um, he was great. He played the kind of uh, sidekick character for Gary Shandling, and he was great. He's a wonderful, wonderful, ironic dry actor and very smart actor, very great comedic timing. And I really wanted this one to work. It's another one about a dysfunctional Jewish family. It's Like there's a theme (laughs) here. It's like, God. Um, In a way, it was really scary to me because I was like, hokey, smoke ball, Winkle, that's my family. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. Without the cross-dressing father. Um, th- sorry, Dad. <laughs> now you just spoiled the twist at the end. Oops. Well, that's not <laughs> a spoiler. I think mean, the title
0: of the show should kind of give it away, because the whole episode, I was like, I called this, and then the end twist. So I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that's true. Um, wait, are you still there? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. I'm having weird phone things, um, little noises. Um, so... It's, it's about this dysfunctional family. The kids, the adult kids are all narcissistic idiots. Um, mm-hmm. And the dad is sort of like, and the mom too, and the mom and the dad are divorced and they're sort of, um, uh, they're amicable and they're kind of hippies. They're like, you know, like 50s, 60s hippies guys. They're like in their late 60s, I would guess. And the dad is sort of like, where have I gone wrong? And I've raised these narcissistic, navel dwelling children who are all just for themselves. Um, and the big twist at the end is, um, you know, of course, dad is uh, um, transgendering, I guess, in the process or thinking about it, cross dressing. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so. What did you think
0: of the sh- What did you think of it? Um, I thought the characters were interesting and authentic. It felt like something that belonged on HBO. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I really, really liked Jeffrey Tambor. I think he was the best part of it, and the little secret he harbored solidified my like of the pilot. Uh, I didn't really like several of the characters, but I like the writing. And I think it's an interesting yeah. setup and I I would I would definitely watch that show.
1: I actually said in my review that it would not be uncomfortable on an HBO as an HBO comedy, A La Girls.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It has a similar tone to Girls yeah. and several other HBO shows they've done. Yes, absolutely. It's
1: quieter than Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe more like Entourage, yeah. although it's not as flashy as Entourage. Uh but I would say more like girls. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, like I did the rebels. Um, so let's talk about uh, the
0: Mozart in the Jungle. My favorite Amazon pilot this Me, year. Oh, Easily. I
1: loved it. I so totally so Mozart in the Jungle. So there are way too few. Way, way, way too few. Hello, Storybook Forest Radio, which has logged in. Hi. Um, we'll be talking about Once Upon a Time in a little while, but we're taking care of some other TV stuff first. Um, and that goes for everyone who's still hanging around in the chat room. Um, <clears throat> so Mozart in the Jungle is um, is it takes it's about it takes place behind the scenes at a symphony. And you have the wonderful Malcolm McDowell playing this retiring, and I'm putting this in quotes, um, and I don't think so voluntarily retiring, um, Mm -hmm. symphony conductor Maestro, who's being replaced by a flashy, young, very cute, Italian uh, (laughs) prodigy star, rock star, sort of a rock star conductor. And... Um, it all, there's a there, one of the main characters is an oboe player and another is a cellist and there are dancers and it really breaks apart a lot of stereotypes um for artsy course, people in New York it's Got a lot of
0: good casting too, I mean the guy uh, the main conductor guy you mentioned is from the Motorcycle Diaries I guess he yes. got a lot of acclaim for that Oh, um, Malcolm Lee so Bowen unfortunately is, is not a main character which is sad but I guess he's a main character on Franklin and Bash so that would kind of yeah. be a problem um, yeah. But then we've got the, the main girl. In case if you look at her face, she is the sister of one of the stars of Girls. Right. Which is completely right. obvious. Like as soon as you look at her. And then the her love interest, the young guy that's the dancer, started yeah. a, a wonderful MTV show called I Just Want My Pants Back, which I know. MTV in the title did not sound like it would be wonderful, but it really was.
1: And we've got some be- really good. Yeah. And we were, oh, and we would be remiss.
0: To mention the chairman Bernadette? of the board of
1: trustees, Bernadette Peters. This Love has her. a knockdown, drag-out, phenomenal cast. Um, the the star of it is um, is um, Gabriel Garcia Bernal, who played uh, who starred in Motorcycle Diaries. is a wonderful Mexican actor. Um, excellent, excellent. He's absolutely adorable. Um, And I just love him. And what I love so much about it is he comes off as being sort of a rock star prima donna. But then when it comes Mm -hmm. to the technical parts of the of the music, he is so serious that it's just he just turns it on and turns it off. And the final scene um, is just great. I just love the twist at the end. And uh, you sort of knew it was going to happen. But um, it's just lovely, 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 lovely.
0: Um, That's what Smash should have been, honestly. It's what? It's what Smash should have been.
1: Yeah. In tone, it
0: reminds me of Smash, but it's better quality all around. This is
1: really, really well done. And I am, I just, I had to watch it again. That's how excited I was about it. Um, I really hope this gets made. I really, really hope this gets made. Um, It's
0: really worth a go. And I want to find out what happens next. (laughs)
1: Which is always a good thing. Well, see, honestly,
0: I watched all eight comedy pilots last year. And I thought all eight were strong in different ways. There were one or two that I wasn't on board for. But pretty much I really liked it and thought Amazon was great. And then this year, unfortunately, I guess I watched them in the wrong order because I watched the two dramas and then I watched Rebels. And I'm like, has Amazon completely lost it? And then I watched Transparent and I'm like, okay, well, this is good. And then I saw Mozart last. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what I've been looking for from them. I I watched The Rebels first, and then I watched The After,
1: and then I watched Transparent, and then I watched Mozart, and then I watched Bosch. So let's talk about The After. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say this right up front. When I am watching a TV show, especially something that's sci-fi-ish or a thriller, and I Mm -hmm. keep asking myself, well, wait a second. Wouldn't it have been just easier if they had done this? Or there's no logic to this. Here these people are trapped together, right? And, and, and something mm-hmm. horrible is happening in the world, and we don't really know what it is until the end. But they're stuck together, and they really stick to each other as if they're the only people left. But there are all sorts of people all over the place.
0: But everybody else is just horrible, apparently. Apparently they're the only good people left in the world.
1: I know, and it's like what? Oh,
0: it's awful! It's, it's so it poorly written,
1: and from Chris Carter. Chris Carter, shame on I you! I know,
0: I know. Shame on like you. the premise, the premise is interesting, but like yeah. everything they did from casting to developing the characters to the setting, all sucks across Terrible
1: the casting, stereotype
0: writing, yep. really, and it really made no dis- sense for these particular people to be together. I mean, it's just. It was all
1: manipulative, and I was, for for it being the 20th anniversary of the X-Files, Chris Carter should be ashamed of himself. Totally ashamed of himself. It was really horrible, and I really hope it does not get made into uh, into a pilot, into a series. So now I want to talk about Bosch. Um, I really, okay, it sounds like you didn't care for it.
0: I it was actually, okay. It was much better than the after. It wasn't okay. great though. It was it was too much like so many other things on television. Well, it was yeah. not quite as good. I mean, I love Titus Welliver, but Bosch just had nothing original in it for me. Well, you
1: know, I really have you ever read the books, the novels, Michael Connelly's no, novels? Not. Okay, so my, I like Michael Connelly's writing. It's kind of good police procedurals. And it's interesting Mm -hmm. because the character of Bosch in the novel is quite different, but I really like, it's a, he's a, he's a cop, but he's also on trial for wrongful Mm -hmm. death. And this is a guy who he's like a shark. He's not a, he's not a bad guy. He's like a shark who, if he doesn't keep swimming will die. And this is all he has. I mean, all he has is his work And, yes, that is a character we have seen in everyone from House. To me, this character is more an heir apparent to House than Rake was. If they're going for that sort of tortured, I have to work and I'm really brilliant at what I do, but who gives a shit if everyone thinks I'm horrible, Uh, which, you know, is kind of the, 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 the paradox of House or any character like that, any sort of Byronic character like that. I think he's definitely much more the heir apparent to House than, than Rake, which I hope goes off the air. It's a horrible show. Don't watch oh, it. Well,
0: it's good. It's low rated. It really sucks.
1: It really is terrible. <laughs> and I'm really sad because I really, really like Greg Kinnear a lot. And I gave it three weeks. I think I said at the beginning of the year, I tend to give a show three times. And, um, if I if it's really awful after three third time I'm like okay there's nothing about this that's going to be good um, so so I really liked Bosch um, I when I when I finished the show I was like I really want to know what happens next and that's always a good sign for me. Um, Being interested enough to know what happens in the next episode. I want that preview, damn it. And there's no preview because it's just a pilot. So Mm -hmm. um, I, I liked it a lot. I tend to be sucked into characters like that all the time. I write characters like that. I watch characters like that. And I write about characters like that. So it's not too surprising. Um, Katie is saying I couldn't. She couldn't get through a whole episode of *Rake*. It, it, it talk about a stupid show. I mean that is just, that's a stupid <laughs> show. It is a stupid show and it's got stupid characters. And the, the character of Keegan Dean, um, Greg Kinnear's character, is supposed to be this brilliant lawyer. And I still haven't figured out how he gets that moniker of being a brilliant lawyer. He's even not all that charming. I just watched *Sabrina* the other day because I'm into a certain type of rom-com. And I really like Sabrina because I really love the interplay of, uh, of the characters and Greg Kinnear is in that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, gee, Greg Kinnear is playing the same character in Rake, except he's not. Well, he is a lawyer. No, he's a lawyer in Sabrina. (laughs) He is. He's a, he's a lawyer in Sabrina. Um, But he's like playing the same character. And Sabrina was like, it's like, Twenty years old or fifteen years old, so uh, yeah, I would say now. So um, and and next week is the and I was actually I I just finished watching Almost Human. Um, It was a fair episode, interesting idea, and a bittersweet and ironic ending to it. And I was actually heartened a little bit because I saw the sign that said season finale. (laughs) It didn't say series finale next week it's a season finale mm, it's not so looking hope. good though there's it's night, not no. looking good they're they're but their ratings have been pretty good mm. they've been they've been good i mean they were smashed with the you know with what was it what would they were the up against uh they were oh against the olympics of course
0: <laughs> they were up against the
1: olympics and uh
0: yeah, they haven't no. lived up to what Fox was hoping for from it. Unfortunately. No,
1: I mean it's it's a really um it's a niche show. It would be the mm-hmm. kind of show that Sci-Fi or Science Channel would like run with and do really well with.
0: Well, Fox should just put it on Friday nights uh, and leave it there. Yeah. I mean, other niche shows uh, yeah. genre shows have worked on Friday nights. I mean, it yeah, works really well on Friday nights. Yeah. Hannibal's going to be on Friday night. Yes, um, you will. So,
1: I'm really excited to see the season premiere of Hannibal I haven't seen it yet have you seen it yet
0: not yet I just have I actually just finished my Wednesday night premiere reviews so now I got to move on to Hannibal okay
1: Um, and let's see uh, oh I do want to talk about Black Sails
0: if you are okay. watching
1: Black Sails if you aren't watching Black Sails you should be watching Black Sails the problem is I don't think you can get episodes i know you can get the first episode everywhere but oh angela's saying you don't have a clue about any of these shows hang with us angela we will i will be getting to once upon a time i do promise but because this is also general tv chat show um i will be talking about once upon a time so hang in and all of these shows i'm talking about hey you know uh Hang in there and and go ahead and watch them. I really recommend them. Um, Yeah, I know, Matt, um, I know you're waiting for the Once discussion, and I will get there. I do promise. Go find some more people. Bring them in because we'll be talking about (laughs) Once Upon a Time probably in about, mm, give me another 10 minutes or so, and we will get into the Once Upon a Time discussion. So go grab your friends. Go into the chat rooms, go into the forums, go into your Facebook and Twitter and bring your friends on over to uh, talk about the Once Upon a Time premiere. Um, so, But I do want to talk about, um, and I'm really sad, I don't know what Chrissy is tonight. Um, Chrissy, our heart radio, usually joins us on Monday nights, and as far as I knew this morning, she was going to join us, and I don't know what happened. Um, I hope everything's all right, Chrissy, um, and she probably text messaged me and I don't have my phone. It's somewhere else in the house. Um, It's not my studio. Anyway, um, so I want to talk about Black Sails. Those of you guys who are um, old house fans, raise your hand if you're a house fan. Um, The iconic house producer-writer Doris Egan um, is one of the EPs on Black Sails. It is not a show anything like house. It is a pirate show, but it's very, quote-unquote, realistic. It actually takes... Pirates out of history, and actually f- infuses it with um, it's. It's almost like a prequel to Treasure Island. Robert Louis Stevenson. Is
0: a to Treasure Island.
1: Yeah, but it, it's not by Robert Louis Stevenson. It's, no, <laughs> it's, no, but know, it's, it's
0: set it up would to function be a
1: prequel. right. It takes place twenty years before the events in uh, Treasure Island. Right. And mm-hmm. um, have you been watching it?
0: Yeah, I'm current on that and. I've been kind of still current on the shows I know you'll talk about, so I'm current I'll... oh, I'm flattered.
1: Um so I'm really liking <laughs> it a lot. I really like this episode. Um, mm-hmm. there are it's, it's it's one of these shows is a huge cast. So it really takes a little while to sort of get used to who all the people are. One of the things I'm kind of disappointed with though, is I keep talking about it, and I've an article that I want to publish about it. um but we're already on episode six. And I haven't found a place where you can actually watch all the episodes.
0: And um, uh, the stars have a on-demand channel. If you they subscribe. don't, they, I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, if you're on Xfinity, you know, if you get like, you know, cable, your your cable station, your cable, you know, on-demand, uh, not on-demand. It is it is probably on-demand. In fact, I I I'm pretty sure it's on-demand. Um. Oh.
0: You're not hello. Pre- oh gosh, you can't watch it unless you subscribe. So.
1: Yeah, that's the whole problem: is that you can't watch it. Uh, hello. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, are you here? Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on a second. I hope my chat. Oh gosh. Okay. I got messed up here for a second. The the whole thing just cut out on me. Are you all there? I'm really really sorry, guys. I hope you're all there. Um, Yes, so it's on demand, and um, it should be, see, what I did is I clicked my Xfinity button and to see if it was actually on demand, ha, 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 and and it should be, so if you get cable, you can watch it, Um, the problem is it's not on Netflix, it's not on Amazon.com, it's not, you know, it well, no. Any... It's
0: the first room premium channel, but so if you subscribe yeah. now, you'll have access to the on-demand channel, and then you can get Right.
1: So if you get stars,
0: you can watch it.
1: So that's
0: true. And then you just cancel it when you get the finale. You don't have to keep. Yeah. Stars.
1: So it's it's the the main character is Captain Flint, who's actually a ca- character out of history, um, who is the biggest baddest meanest pirate in all of the western hemisphere at the time this early night early 18th century and um he is played by the wonderful toby stevens and um he is going after the gold as they say a big spanish galleon and there are intrigues and politics and lots of sex um and <laughs> it is a great, great i'm just really enjoying it it's become our sort of Saturday nights has always been our go out to, to the movies or to watch the, the latest movies. Um, and we've been watching black sales. So um and kind of putting off our movies to Sunday afternoon or something um, where we're being real couch potatoes. By the way, I saw Dallas buyers club Saturday night. Oh, was it good? Oh my gosh. You know, I have to say this about Matthew McConaughey. Cause I'm going to talk about true detective for a minute too. Um,
0: was that a good segue or what? <laughs> I am behind on True Detective. I'm ashamed to say because that was like my favorite pilot. Two more so episodes
1: bucks. to go, guys. Two more episodes. I know. To get HBO and you are not watching True Detective. You should be watching it. Grab it on on demand because it HBO
0: just enough. for that. And we'll have Game of Thrones soon enough. So just put HBO.
1: Oh, yeah. It, to me, of all of the premium networks, HBO really, and, and I'm not oh, sponsored by HBO. HBO, if you want to sponsor this show, that would be great. Um, <laughs> but um, HBO, to me, has such phenomenal programming. Besides the movies, they have great shows. Um, I would say mm-hmm. of all of the premium cable scripted series that I watch, far and away the most of them are on HBO. And and I've be, I have so much um, associated HBO with excellent programming, excellent scripted programming. I will almost always give HBO uh, an HBO show a chance um, because it, it, their stuff is just so good. And uh, I do and,
0: think HBO has fallen in the second place for me in terms of networks, though. Like all networks across every platform.
1: Yeah, because AMC
0: name? AMC has edged it out, but it's still a close second. AMC
1: has some good programming as well. I mean,
0: Man Men, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, it kind of edged HBO out yeah, just a little.
1: Yeah. Well, HBO has Newsroom, HBO has Game of Thrones, HBO has True Detective. Uh, HBO I watch has, pretty has- much all the HBO shows. So, yeah. 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 They're, they're yeah they, they I will, they really I enjoy use, yeah. And their production values are so good. And True Detective. So, I saw Dallas Buyers Club on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey is. I've seen him now. I saw him in Mud. I've seen Dallas Buyers Club and in True Detective. And this is a guy who's gone from doing rom-coms to being just incredibly um, great character actor. Mm-hmm. Completely shed the kind of Magic
0: Mike um, well, see, A lot of people point to Magic Mike as actually the start of his turnaround.
1: Yeah, and the pre-Magic Mike. I haven't I
0: mean, seen I've it, never, but I've heard that was, he plays a really good character in that.
1: Yeah, I've never been a big. Fan. I mean, even in I think he was in Contact. I didn't even like him in Contact. I mean, I you know I didn't. I just nothing resonated, and I just think between Dallas Buyers Club, which if you haven't seen it, he I think is he nominated for an Oscar for that. I, movie? I think so. He so deserves it. That was just. A phenomenal performance that probably equals if not better, betters Tom Hanks in Philadelphia really um, oh my gosh, this is a journey that this character goes on that is and and jared leto leto jared leto is
0: mm-hmm. yeah, he's um, definitely nominated
1: equally. Good. He's just incredible. In, in, in this, everything is good about it. There's nothing bad. Jennifer Garner is great, and everyone is wonderful in this movie. Um, it's just a really beautiful, sad, funny, brilliant, poignant movie, um, and one of the best movies about the early days of the HIV crisis that I've ever seen, um, taking place in the in the early '80s. Anyway, so that was really good. True Detective was really good this week. Um, it's really honing down on this relationship between the two characters, Woody Harrelson's character and Matthew McConaughey's character, and um, and and what Matthew McConaughey's character is all about. And I am really wow. Two more episodes to go. Again, if you haven't seen it, see it. Um, so Ooh, I want have you to, watched any of
0: House of Cards yet? You know,
1: I haven't. I just, you know, I have to do it. I have to watch it. Um, I have to make the time to watch it.
0: <laughs> You're going to love it. You, it's a political thriller, dark drama. Uh, you know, Kevin and amazing. You
1: know, I watched the first two episodes last season, mm-hmm. and I just didn't care for it. And I don't really? know why, because I love political stuff. I live... Oh. On political TV. I just, I love stuff that's about politics. Um, I mean, you know how I love the newsroom. It's like my favorite what?
0: show. I'm five um, episodes like, in the season two, and it has been amazing. Of House of Cards? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we watched all of season one last year, and I'm going to ta- Valentine's Day. I'm
1: going to watch it. Have you Have you seen the British version of it?
0: I watched the first part. I really need to watch more of it. But I got a copy from BBC, and I I just haven't kind of got around to it. The main character. But I liked the first part. I liked it. Uh,
1: creeps me out. The guy that's the head, the, the main character <laughs> yeah. kind of creeps me out a little bit, much more so than Kevin Spacey does. Kevin Spacey doesn't creep me out. Um, well, you're
0: still early in the run. Just yeah, true. And I, so mean, I, I a guinea pig in season two, which is my wife's favorite. Well, then, I in the days, love, I, the I
1: pig it case, I like guinea pigs, so I must, uh, I must watch it. Um, there you go. And I love the Alpha House, so I've got to watch House of Cards. I, I promise by this time next week. Ooh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe not. I'm going to be away <laughs> for the <weekend. laughs> a big boost? Uh, maybe maybe I'll, I'll watch a couple of episodes and uh, give it another try.
0: Um, I want to talk
1: about. <clears throat> let's segue. To once upon a time because everybody in the chat room has been so patient. I want to I thank. Let's talk you about guys. some other
0: things. No, just
1: kidding. Oh, you know. Oh, you know. I've got like my. Uh, I've got the, uh, the the pitch for my, my novel is all done and ex- I'm really mm-hmm. excited because my agent loves it. <laughs> like she hates my she hates my pitch letters and she hates my synopses and she really likes this one so <clears throat> I'm really excited. Anyway, hello Oscar talks. Um, I love the names of these guys. We've got Angela and Katie and Matt Cartelli and Oscar Talks and Storybrook Forest Radio. I love that. Um, welcome, everyone. And we have people that are kind of just listening online by phone. <clears throat> if you want to call in and get on the air, and I know Meredith is in the chat room, <clears throat> sorry, in the queue and wants to come on the air. But if you want to come on and, and ask a question or talk about Once Upon a Time, um, the number is Um, 718-305-6982. Oscar says, you lot really are a bunch of once anoraks, aren't you? I'm not sure what that means, because anorak is like a coat. (laughs) I don't know if that's an insult or not, but I do know that people want to talk about it. So um, as some of you guys know, I watched the next uh, the episode that airs uh, March ninth um, last night, or no, not last night, this morning, um, bright and early, and so it's been a few hours since I've seen it. So what I remember of it? No, just kidding. Um,
0: so yeah, that was a pretty terrible episode,
1: wasn't it? Oh gosh, yeah, like you said, Henry died <laughs> in the first ten minutes. No, just kidding, just kidding, guys, <laughs> just kidding. Um, so you and I were talking for a few minutes before uh, the show aired, the show started that how I usually feel about episodes that do not have any, uh, any skin in them. And I usually really Mm -hmm. don't like them very much because I tend to think Mm -hmm. that, um, that Rumpel is, you know, he really adds a lot and and Carlisle adds a lot to the show, which he does. Um, So I usually am not, you know, those are not necessarily my, my favorite episodes. I have to say, I really liked the episode a lot. I really did. Well,
0: um, I feel like when they do the city-themed episodes, for some reason, like Tallahassee was a really good episode. Um, what was the other one? What was the name? When we met Neil. Uh, whatever they name it after a city, it seems to work. And New York Serenade is... No Manhattan. 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 Manhattan, that was what it was called. I was- oh, it was- Manhattan
1: was brilliant.
0: See, it's it's
1: the city-themed episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, Oscar, I understand. Oscar said about the anorak, it's not really an insult. It means someone who is obsessed with something to a degree that others can't quite understand. I do understand that. Thank you, Oscar, for clarifying that. Um, Anyway.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I'm like that about many things.
1: (laughs) I am, too. I am, too. Um, So the episode is really good. Um, I, the, there's a really nice twist at, at about three quarters of the way through the episode, um, that sort of in a way resets the narrative again. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's a really good bookend to the very, the pilot.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Think, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not- I, I'm sorry. Yeah. i you know, I'm about three quarters in, so I was trying to think about it. But it's yeah, yeah have already seen.
1: It's something you've already seen. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And I actually really liked Hook in this. I mean, people know that I haven't been. I've been kind of hard on him. <laughs> I, have, I have. I admit it. I've been really hard on Hook, and um, I really think that um, you have a couple of characters in this episode who are really kind of. You know they've kind of they're on their way to some good redemption, and I think you can see that with um, Hook, and you can also see that with Evil Queen.
0: Ah, see, we've we've, uh, if you listen to the show, you know I love Regina, and there is some really good Regina stuff in particular. One conversation between her and Snow, I know that was that I really loved.
1: That was good. I actually got a little teary eyed
0: during that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really well done. By the way And that could have and that could have gone really wrong if it had been done slightly differently.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean Regina was trying to do a little bit of mother like daughter thing and mm-hmm. um and it was a really lovely heart to heart talk um that the two of them had. <laughs> and by the way <laughs> heart <to> heart. <laughs> They're gonna watch it this
0: Sunday and be like, oh, oh next Sunday They'll be like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs>
1: I, I was actually not intentional. I
0: know. <laughs> I can tell it wasn't intentional, but it was
1: funny. <laughs> okay. They had a really, yeah. Oh, it is funny. Okay. So see, that could be a little clue. A little clue. A little clue. Um. So it was more of a spoiler than I probably would have given otherwise. But yeah, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So um, other things that, let's see, questions, there were a lot of questions, I thought, that were, you know, nice little threads that were plucked and questions that were asked. Um, you, There's time, and, and many of you guys know that there's filming going on in Stedston, Um that there is Storybrooke. And it definitely appears that Storybrooke might yet exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are and, you
0: allowed to talk about what the two main, like what the structure of the episode is, like what the two main storylines are?
1: Sure. So we have um, uh, one of the main storylines takes place in the Enchanted Forest present day. And in one of the very first scenes, actually, I, it's not a spoiler. And I will talk about Walsh in just a second. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Cartelli is asking. Um is uh that we see Aurora and Phillip in like severe. Well, yeah, the, very there,
0: first. There, the enchanted forest storyline takes place 1 year ago as soon as they zapped into the other world, whereas Emma's storyline takes place where we left off a year later in New York. A year later. Mm-hmm.
1: So it gets a little weird. They they've sort of done a Doctor Who thing and they've gone through a time
0: warp. <laughs> I and think, when you see a Hook in both and you're trying to, oh, yeah, that was Hook from a year ago. And then this is Hook now.
1: Right. So it's really, it can be really confusing because you have these two timelines. And you have characters that appear in both timelines, which is really interesting. So, um, but, but both worlds exist. And it, it is so. How do I do this without being spoilery? Um, okay, let let me let me let me take a couple questions while I think about this. So Matt Cartelli said, "Can you tease anything about Walsh
0: other than the fact that he's really cute?" <laughs> he's really? not blind. If you only know Christopher Gorham from COVID Affairs,
1: he's not. I blind. can confirm
0: that Walsh is not blind.
1: He's not blind. He plays a guy who. But he plays a
0: very similar character to his Covered Affairs character,
1: at least at first,
0: in personality.
1: Yeah, he's kind of a quiet, nice, average Joe, but very cute, um, who owns a furniture store. And he's involved with. He's been involved with Emma for eight months when we meet him.
0: And he's very sweet and very understanding. Like, he gets Emma. He's very sweet and understanding.
1: and yeah. he proposes to her. I don't think it's a big spoiler to say that. And, no, um, but
0: my immediate reaction to that was, don't you know Emma at all? And then a few scenes later, you're like, okay, you do know Emma. <laughs>
1: yeah, who, who is, you know, averse to any kind of relationships um, yeah. that actually require commitment. So Walsh, um, and so my first question when I saw Walsh is, who is he? right the big okay mm-hmm. so who is this guy you know and what's he doing in Emma's life and where is he we from see a, so we see that
0: he's got a we see these guys got a scar ne- on his neck and they mention what kind of business he runs so i assume those are clues i haven't finished the episode yet
1: so. um the yeah i don't know how the
0: furniture store oh okay a, play I into thought it. the
1: furniture store would be a clue
0: but mm-hmm. it's not it wasn't
1: oh not me, okay. i could be wrong but I, couldn't I don't know. I,
0: I don't know who he is yet. I haven't finished the episode. Um, but My initial I, thought was, you know, seeing the, the scar on his neck in the furniture store, I was thinking possibly Tin Woodsman, but I'm probably, I know I'm wrong. Can't tell you. I can't say.
1: <laughs> I just can't say. Um, and I was doing a really bad. I mean, you could mistake that for a Cowardly Lion imitation. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, I promise you. So you a Cowardly know.
0: Lion. No,
1: yeah, right. He's the cowardly lion. Not quite. I mean, because um, we get
0: some odd stuff in this episode. It's it's here.
1: It's what? Oh, the we odd get stuff. stuff. Oh. We
0: get odd stuff in this episode. It's right oh. away.
1: Yeah. yeah, speaking of what? I mean, never mind. Um. Ooh, I just gave something away. Bad me. If you heard it, rewind it. <laughs> you got a clue Um, where he connects. Um, but he do he definitely is a persona in uh the enchanted forest. I cannot say who he is. Um and I cannot even say if he's a good guy or a bad guy. So um you will have to, to, to wait for that one. Um so another question is um uh Forest Radio asks anything you can tease about Neil? We see Neil in the Enchanted Forest.
0: He's and got quite he- a wardrobe change.
1: Yeah, well, he's he's dressed as Balefire, I suppose, mm-hmm. as Balefire would be dressed if Balefire was still an adult and in Storybrooke when things happened in Storybrook. Yeah, was I was like, where did he
0: get those clothes? Because he wasn't an adult. I, mean, I know. Clothes, so I mean, he's not wearing really... little Balefire.
1: <laughs> right. Well, he's a lot bigger yeah. than Dylan Schmid.
0: So. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's getting quite a bit of gray in his hair. And quite
1: a bit of gray in his hair. Um, and he has a, a conversation with Belle, um, mm-hmm. about, uh, about a couple of things, but, but about Rumpel. Not
0: and i a hamburger. No.
1: And, yeah, right. Not about no. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh yeah. So the question Matt Cartelli says, at least we find out who Walsh is. You will find out who Walsh is in, the, in this episode. That, that is not a <laughs> spoiler. Um, you will, you will know, um, yeah, you will find out who he is in this episode. Um, and which is good, which is good. And it, and it's a big surprise and it's a, it's a fun surprise. Um, so yes, Michael Raymond James, he does look hot in those leathers. He has a lovely conversation <laughs> with Val and they discuss Rumple's dagger. I guess that's all I'll say about that. Rumpelstiltskin, business, I said, does not appear in the episode at all. He is not there. There is an acknowledgement made that um, he sacrificed himself for everyone else, and that was the crucial thing. But I think, I think there is something quite rotten about this breaking of the curse. It, I don't think it worked entirely. Do you?
0: Uh, I think so because there's definitely some things that Regina doesn't seem to be controlling.
1: Yes, certain things that she doesn't seem to be controlling, certain things that have not quite pushed a reset button. Mm-mm. Um. So I, you know, I'm. Uh,
0: you yeah. know, the one thing that has really bothered me about the episode so far, and this may be kind of minor. But what? Jiminy Cricket, when we see him, just chirps. And before, even in his cricket form, we heard him speak before. And I'm like, was Raphael just not available? Why is he just chirping? Why oh, It her boy? profile, yeah. That I, bothered,
1: I think... It
0: bothered me. I was like, okay, so wonder... Trumpy understands him. That's fine. But why don't we get to hear him?
1: That's why don't we get to hear him? That's a really good question. Um,
0: I don't know. That's oh. part of the flawed reset.
1: And, oh, we, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that we see Robin Hood.
0: We do. We do. Not we do. just we. we. Not
1: just we. Right, <laughs> not just sees we. Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, everyone sees Robin Hood. And, and uh, it'll be very interesting. Oh, and by the way, we see, and again, because we all know that Jennifer Goodwin is uh,
0: with child. Um, yeah, that was kind of a, You could kind of tell.
1: Yeah, we can tell even in the storybook sections. I mean, they're covering it by giving her lots Mm -hmm. of velvet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But her face is... So her character needs to
0: get pregnant like immediately, so that when it's a year later, if she gets pregnant like halfway through the story plot, then a year later they can let it show a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, But she's... You know, her face is rounder. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she's got that glow, I suppose. Um, so let's see, what else, what else can I tease about the episode? Come on, you guys, ask questions, call in. I'm going to put Meredith in, see if she has any questions about the episode, because I really want to Hi, Meredith, how are you?
0: Hi, how are you? I, um, Good. I'm sorry I Did missed you- your show last week.
1: It's okay, I canceled it. <laughs> I was away, and I had to cancel it kind of at the last minute. Um, Oh, Angela has a has a rehearsal and she's going to be leaving the chat room um, so you can always listen to the podcast. It's available on Blog Talk Radio. It's available on um, iTunes and it's available on my site. Let's talk TV dot dot com. So, again, if you want to call in, ask a question. I don't bite. Jimmy doesn't bite. Meredith doesn't bite. I don't think I do, and- I
0: do bite, but not over the Internet.
1: Yes, and you can call in 718-305-6982. Come on and call in, and you can join in the conversation live instead of on uh, the chat. So, Meredith, um, I don't know if you've been listening. Jimmy and I have seen the episode. I saw the end of it. He hasn't seen it all the way to the end. Um, And uh, some really good stuff. I mean, um, do you have any questions about the episode coming up?
0: Well, I was wondering um two things. Uh number one, if you were gonna be writing a review or a preview sort of article I will. about it
1: I will. on your blog. Ne- mm-hmm. Next week. Yep.
0: Okay. And Jimmy will
1: probably write one too. Um yes. for his blog, yes. Um yeah, I will be writing one uh sometime sometime probably mid next week. And I was wondering a little bit about Zelina,
0: the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, if she makes an appearance, uh, she does. What your impression of her was? She's. Well, I, I, would, I haven't I seen her the, yet. She's not I in the use, first half an hour.
1: <laughs> I will use the tagline. Regina may be evil,
0: but I'm wicked, and wicked always
1: <laughs> wins. She just <laughs> delivers that line with such intense, such such delightful maliciousness. <laughs> I think she's going to be the, the, um, the malicious, nasty character to take uh, Rumpel's place, because Rumpel is probably not going to be as malicious and nasty as he was. Um, like once Regina he comes back. Is
0: completely evil. Regina, if she wasn't redeemable.
1: Yes. This, this, I do not believe that the Wicked Witch is she's really pretty. Love the green skin. And we do see her. So Matt Cartelli asks a question. Um, was this a finished episode with all the special effects and music or still the rough cut? Mm-hmm. I think this was a completed episode. Oh yeah, it
0: was um, HD quality for most of it. It was, yes, it it was quite sharp.
1: Yeah, it was sharp and, and you saw all the smoke from the um yeah. from the and, and when we see rough cuts of the show, usually it'll say insert EFX. Right. Yeah,
0: I didn't um, see any of that.
1: Right. Storybrooke Forest Radio is asking, um, I wonder how Neil Snow and Charming are dealing with being separated from
0: him and Henry. Aha. Not well. It's dealt with. It's dealt not with. Well. <laughs> huh? I said, they, they bring it up. It's dealt with.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely dealt with. Um, I mean, they're just glad they, to be rid
0: of the whiny little Henry. That's That's really what it boils down to.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. So, <laughs> So, they're actually not dealing very well with it. I mean, they're, um, you know, um, well, they're one of really them is dealing with
0: it worse than the other two, I would say. I'm sorry? I would say one of them is dealing with it quite a bit worse than the other two.
1: Yeah, I would say that that's probably true. Um, but there are many, I mean, obviously, you have Regina who's Mrs. Henry, and you have Neil who Mrs. Henry and is grieving for his father. And we have, um, Belle who's missing rumple as well. And you have snow and, and charming who are missing Henry and Emma. And, and this actually is a really important, um, a really important thread throughout the entire story who I can't keep up with these questions. Um, so yes. So that hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Storybrooke, um, forest. So, um, Guest 32, that sounds like a cool name, can you tell us about Emma and Hook in the episode? Um,
0: (laughs) There's some sparky chemistry going
1: on. There's some very sparky chemistry going on. And I actually really liked Hook. I really, I could be convinced. I could be convinced about uh, Captain Swan. I really could. Um, I thought that uh, and I don't usually like Hook. I think he's smarmy. But I really liked him in this. I really <laughs> think he he was true-blooded and true-hearted and quite the pirate and quite dashing and very persistent. And I really loved... He, he's really the pivotal character, I think, in a lot of the episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I, really and think I feel he like that was kind of set up in the finale that we saw, that he would have to be. But not 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 to the degree.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. not to the degree that he's in. I would say that he is really the main actor. Not actor, like acting on a stage, but actor. His his actions probably cause more things to happen than anything else. Almost. So, yes, uh, Emma and Hook, really good storyline between them. I really love it, um, and it really moves the story. Which is, which is, sometimes when relationship stuff happens on that show, um, it tends to just sort of be there and not drive things ahead. Like a lot of the stuff with Snow and Charming, but this really mm-hmm. moved the uh, story ahead. So, um, so the question of another question is uh, blah 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 blah. Um, Do we find out how and when Hook came back for Emma? Um, No. We don't. Not yet. Not yet. We will. Um, We will. Yeah, I'm sure we will because it's got to all hang together because right now it's like I'm really
0: confused.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another question. I will say we learned
0: one very important thing about Captain Hook in this episode, and that's that he does not like baloney at all.
1: He does not like baloney at all. He says, What is this baloney thing they're trying to feed me in your <laughs> Not in, in, your, in that
0: exact line, but pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Yes. Okay, so is the race mentioned at all? I don't believe
0: so. I don't believe there are many oh, races. Yeah, no. There's yeah. Yeah. We see um, a glimpse of one very briefly. Do we? We do in a certain scene where there's some flashes of things.
1: Is that a race, or is that something else? Uh, no, some
0: when, other, some when other character a, we see later. When, when, when a there's a, um, a several flashes of different things really quickly, we just okay. get a glimpse of it among many other I,
1: things. I, I must have missed it.
0: I'm, I did Okay.
1: So, it's a yeah, point great, to you miss at it moment. It's not important to the. It's episode. nothing important to the show. So since we're seeing Philip and Aurora asks Matt. Ah, I keep losing it. Um. Uh. How, will we? We still don't know how they saved Philip. After all, they are alive and well and happy. Well, they're not happy, but they're alive and well. And things bad are happening in Storybrooke, and there's big secrets being kept from um, our intrepid heroes. By Philip and Aurora, and we don't actually know what that is. So, um, not to spoil anything, um, so we don't know. We don't. That actually doesn't factor into the story. Um, so, guest thirty-two asks again, or asks, "Hook and Charming is my favorite. Rotip, rotip. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that's romantic pair. Um, I think." <laughs> I might be wrong. They have a moment. Anything they a for moment. that pair of mates in the episode. Yeah. Oh, they have a great scene together that has to do mm-hmm. with a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be really silly here. There's a scene between Hook and Charming and a horse. A horse. Use your imagination, remembering this is a family show, um, and, 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 and just kind of let your imagination run wild. But, yeah, no, there's a really nice scene between um, – between Hook and, uh, and, and Charming. A couple of good scenes between them, actually. So, um, yes. So, um, Storybrook Forest Radio. Do we find out how he gets to New York from the Enchanted Forest? Um, I don't think so.
0: Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm sure we
1: will. Um, can we listen to this? After the stream is done, when it, yes, yes, um, yes, you can, uh, Guest32 asked about listening to this on stream. Yes, you can either go to letstalktv.barbarabarnett.com, and in the right-hand sidebar, there is uh, a player, or you can come back on Blog Talk Radio, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. Um, And there are many, many ways, or you can download the app, uh, the Let's Talk TV app. From iTunes or Play.Google.com, and you can always have access to all the shows. That uh, the weekly Let's Talk TV show. So yes, you may stream. Definitely. Um, okay. So uh, next question: Do we see Hook reacting to Mister Walsh? Ha! Huh. I'm not going to read the rest of your question there. Um, react? Yes, we do. They actually do have a scene together. Hook and Mr. Walsh do have a scene together. Mm-hmm. Um, ha ha ha. Do we see Hook look jealous? Of course we do. But he would never admit it. Ha 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 ha. So, um, yeah, we, there's a lot. As I said, Hook plays a big part. I really love the interaction between him and Emma. Um I actually didn't mind Henry in this either. I didn't mind Henry's rather clueless. I really, you know, as I said, I think I said to you, and I don't think I said it on the air, but there's just a really nice reset to the show. Maybe I should say it on air, a nice reset to the show. um, That happens because of something that happens and, um, and between Henry and Emma, um, that is kind of cool. And I really, from, from a narrative story telling perspective, um, I thought it was really cool. Thank you for reminding me. Henry plays matchmaker. Well, I don't think that's a really major issue in the, in the episode guest 32. Um, I don't, uh, that's not what I was talking about, by the way, at all. Um, whom is it for? Whom is what for? Does Emma get her memories back during the episode? I can't say one way or the other.
0: Maybe. Maybe not. Fair enough.
1: Maybe. Maybe. She may. We don't... Uh, we, you'll have to tune in to find that out. Maybe this episode. Maybe next episode. Maybe by maybe episode season 22. Maybe not. Maybe never again. Um, maybe Henry's got a... Um, Maybe Henry's got hey. to, uh, to, yeah. to do the same thing that...
0: Uh, oh, okay, but I am on the toilet right this minute. Or maybe Emma dies by the end of this episode without ever remembering anything. You just don't know.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, we don't know. So in answer to Storybook Force Radio's question, maybe yes, maybe no. Um, mm-hmm. So I reminded... Okay. Uh, No, I know, but you reminded me about the Henry question. Do Henry and Hook share interaction? Um, I didn't see any. Was there any of you? No. I don't think there's anything that's significant in their reaction. I, I don't think there's any significant interaction between the two of them. So um, I want to talk a little bit about going, and if there are more questions, please feel free to ask them. I don't know how much I, more I can give without spoiling the episode, um, but I wanted to sort of go on and talk about, oh, I wanted to ask about, oh, Guest32 says, I wanted to ask about Hook versus the real world. Is there any of this? Hook versus the modern world. Because, yes, there is.
0: Mm-hmm. Baloney yes. is just one of one of things. I was
1: the things. Say. <laughs> Bologna, the criminal justice system, any number of things. <laughs> it's 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 actually quite amusing. Um, it's not uh, Sleepy Hollow, but it's, it's 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 yeah, there are moments, and it is quite uh, quite amusing, um, quite amusing. Uh, so yes, guest thirty-two, you are going to be very uh, happy with that. Um, so, so moving forward, wow, what do you think is going to be going on moving forward in this show, having seen the uh, finale? I mean, not the finale, the the three point five season premiere. Hmm.
0: Well, what are some mean, of the
1: challenges? Obviously, that...
0: there's a villain, and I assume that the villain and the bad setup in the past contributes to whatever hooks brings hook into the present um i don't know um so
1: what what do you think about uh do you, do you think that this um sort of uneasy alliance between the charmings and regina is going to last
0: uh, I'm guessing for drama's sake, it will not. Or if it will, it'll flounder and then come back later. Uh, I I mean, I love Regina being redeemed, but I guess that's not the what makes for the good, interesting show.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, there, you know, some of our, you know, a lot of our villains have been redeemed.
0: Yeah, and I think Regina's on the path, but I think they're going to hold off on... Finishing that job too quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've got Hook who's being redeemed. You have Rumpel who's been redeemed. Um, Mm -hmm. You have Regina. Um, So, yeah. So let's kind of just go through some of the um, episodes that are up and coming and kind of see what, what, you know, we think might be going on. So the next episode, um, which is episode 13... Is um is called Witch Hunt, and among the cast of characters we have a uh, David Anders, uh, who is of course Dr. Whale. Um, and I don't I wonder what part he plays in this. And I'm kind mm-hmm. of looking down. Uh, and and Raphael Sparge is in it. So I'm wondering, um, so you were wondering about, um, you know, whether we were going to see Jiminy again.
0: Yeah, I assumed we were. I just assumed he wasn't available for this this episode. This first one. Actually, uh, one of the pilots that's airing this week, brand-new sitcom pilot on broadcast TV, has Sarah Bolger in it. And I get I, she's not a main character, and I wondered if maybe she was written out of this new sitcom because of Once Upon a Time Commitments or whatever. Oh. She, it really appeared in the pilot that she would be, like, a main character, but then by episode two she was gone, so.
1: Okay, well, that could very well be. So we have the witch hunt. We have the tower, which is undoubtedly the Rapunzel, because we have Alexandra Max, who is guest starring. Um, and that's mm-hmm. another Kitsis and Horowitz uh Um, and then we have Quiet Minds which is the um, um, I'm thinking that is the um, yes that is the bell episode because we have Henri Lubati playing Lumiere so that's the bell episode and Hmm. um, then we have uh, episode 16 is it's not easy being green. And this is the first episode in, the, in this half of the season at this point where we see Stillskin on the IMDb list of cast for the episode. Uh,
0: IMDb ahead of time isn't always reliable.
1: I know. I know. Um, but he's, he's, yeah, he is first listed in this episode. So um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to wait.
0: I see. was reading an interview with Rebecca Mater who plays the Wicked Witch of the West, mm-hmm. um, recently. And she promises that her storybook character is just about as sweet and nice as you can possibly get.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So as wicked as she is, she played the storybook part as if she were not wicked and evil and trying to fool them, just pure, you know, Unadulterated sweetness. niceness,
1: mm-hmm. sweetness. Um, okay, and then then we after that we have bleeding through, which features, of course, Cora, the young Cora, and uh, young Ava, and then um, and then a curious thing comes after that. So um, we have some interesting episodes coming up. The Jolly Roger. I mentioned the Jolly Roger, which of course is the um, is the uh, episode. So there's um, there's a, a lot of interesting stuff coming up. Um, I am looking forward to the return of Rumple I have to say I really am looking forward to the return of Rumple. Um, ooh and I actually have to uh, go back and look at these questions here because um, there are more because I was on IMDB. Um, Matt is most excited for bleeding through. Um, And I am. I'm very excited for it. I really, um, I am really curious as to uh, what that episode is going to be. Matt also says, I suspect Rumpel might be at least be in quiet Minds. I don't know if he will or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when we're going to see the return of Rumpel. Um, It is, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Now, one of the things I do know is that Carlisle is in pre-production for his movie, The Long Midnight of Barney Thompson. I know he's doing a, – a IMDb lists it as being in pre-production, no longer in development, no longer it's script, no longer in development. It is actually in pre. So – and the rights are being sold. Uh, the, i Believe that it's got distribution in Canada and the U.S. and the U.K., um, but I know the the, distrib- Europe, the the European rights were being sold at the Berlin Film Festival during uh, EFM, the European Film Market. So I know he's really busy prepping um, his movie, which he's doing a lot of the prep for. It's a it's a British Canadian co-production, and uh, so I know a lot of the prep work and some of the filming will take place in Vancouver. So maybe. The producers well, of should Once be Upon.
0: just about finishing up the filming of Once Upon a Time, wouldn't they be?
1: Right. From, like and I'm wondering if they gave usually? him. Yeah, I'm wondering if they gave him the first part of this half of the season to do what he needs to do for the movie and then pack mm-hmm. the episodes at the end. So he would have like a slightly longer um, winter hiatus just so that he mm-hmm. can get things going on the film and then sort of pack his episodes at the end. So um, I don't know. But he will need to come back at some point. And uh, the pictures that I've seen from the set, um, very uh, intriguing. And I'm actually I have my eyes on the TV, and I, I want I do want to note before we finish tonight, um, it's a, it's a not a Once Upon a Time uh, related thing, but I do want to note the passing of Harold Ramis.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: Um Harold, Harold actually um, is from this area and where I live and is uh, affiliated with the same synagogue that I'm fil- affiliated with. Um, I've never met him because we joined the synagogue after he'd gotten ill. So we'd never had the pleasure of uh, of meeting him or sharing, studying with him or anything like that. Um, But just what a a brilliant comedic mind. Um, And unlike a lot of Second City Chicago people, he stayed here um, in the Chicago area. And uh, it's quite sad. Of course, Harold Ramis was, you know, the the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters to, uh, in fact, my daughter and uh, her son, her son, my daughter and her husband are coming um, into town for our dress-up holiday at Purim, And it's a big, like, costume stuff. And she called me today. She says, hey, she and her husband were going to dress up as Ghostbusters. Did she think anybody at the party we're going to, which is going to be synagogue people, would be um, offended or hurt by them coming as Ghostbusters? I said, I don't think so, but let me check. So, but Ghostbusters, I mean, he was also the the writer behind uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And just, you know, oh, just big Groundhog
0: Day, Caddyshack, Vacation. Groundhog Day, oh, yes,
1: man. right. I love so Groundhog Day. Classic, classic films. Um, really, and, and a real good guy, too. I'm just a nice, nice, nice guy. And well, many uh,
0: him with developing that whole style of comedy film. In the 80s.
1: Yes. Definitely, definitely. And it's really smart, really smart comedy. Um, So, yes, so it is very sad to note his passing. Um, So I want to get back to this. Matt asks, there's a popular theory about Zelena that I suspect is likely true but won't elaborate here. Um, And someone else says, Storybook Forest Radio says, Matt, I've heard the theory you are talking about. Um, okay, you can spell. It's a theory. Theories are always welcome here. It's If it's not a spoiler and it's only a theory, we will entertain it and I will read it out. Um, gosh, let's see. We're down to our last like 13 minutes of show tonight. Oh, ah, yeah. oh, <laughs> Lord. To let's...
0: Start showing up so I can still go to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs>
1: I know. Well, I'm probably going to end a little bit early tonight, maybe. Um, it's been a really long day. Um, <laughs> it's been a very long day today. And my voice is running. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. So Matt's theory is that um, uh, Zelena is Regina's half-sister. Okay. So I'm mm. going to think about, hmm, was the premiere, pr- oh, predictable, would you say? No, I don't think the premiere was no. predictable. Not at all. There were lots of really good – no, there were really some nice twists and turns that I – see, this – okay, so this is what I want to say. This is what I say about spoilers. Um, I really was spoiler-free going into watching the premiere this morning. Obviously, I'm no longer spoiler-free, but um, one of the things that go – that and then this was true with House, too, really true with House, and and pretty much everything else that you watch – If you go into an episode um, laden with spoilers, either A, they're not going to live up to your expectations, or B, all the the really cool little twists and turns are just not going to be there for you. And there are some really nice twists in this episode, Um, surprises. Um, Some of them I saw coming, some of them I didn't. And I definitely, um, I definitely uh, think it was not predictable. You, you would agree with that, right? Absolutely. So the theory that Zelena is Regina's half-sister could actually, I, I, you know, I think it's plausible. I don't think there's anything in the premiere that would suggest not. Do you?
0: I don't but think is there so. anything that would suggest so?
1: There's, I don't think there's anything that's, that would suggest so. I think there's something that suggests there is backstory between the two of
0: them. Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Oh, and we also see Regina's castle.
0: Yes, yes we do. It's a really cool castle. I don't remember seeing that before. It looked different, so I was trying to remember if I was just not yeah. remembering it, or maybe if it was just a different design now, which could be based on kind of what's going on. Oh, well, it
1: could be. Could be. Could be. Very yeah, well could, could be. be.
0: Um, there was
1: a lot of magic happening, definitely.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: a little, bit, little yeah. bit of magic. A little bit of magic. Um, and I have to say, there's a, uh, oh, do we see the dark castle again? Um, I can't really tell you that because it does come, the dark castle does come up. But I can't, and I can't tell you if we see it again or not because it does come up. Um, someone said the CGI was really good for this episode. It was. It, it was excellent. Um, the CGI was, was
0: flawless.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And I
0: a... usually wouldn't say that. I mean, the, um, there was a certain new uh, something we hadn't seen before in this episode that I thought was very well done.
1: A certain something with that we seen... With seen... CGI. I'm not sure what you're talking
0: about. Um, it's uh, Regina and Snow seen with them. Kind of. Uh, oh, yeah. We did not see was... that before, and that that looked pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Ooh, let's see. Quotes that stood out to me. There was
0: a quote about baloney. <laughs> <laughs> he said my baloney has a first name. now." I'm just kidding. No, um, I liked th- the baloney, and I liked uh, some quotes about a video game.
1: Yes, the quotes about the video game. Uh, there were... Good lines. Hook had great lines. Uh, Henry had a good line or two. Um, Mm -hmm. Emma had some good cynical lines. Um, I can't see. Standing out. Hmm. Bell had a line that was quite pivotal. It wasn't a quote. But... Definitely. Yeah, the bologna is the only quote that's me yeah.
0: thinking about. But I
1: think, I think Belle had a line that is, it, she's got like two lines in the entire thing. <laughs> and one of them is a really important line. It's really important um, to remember it when you get to it, because I think it's a clue. Um, but I can't tell you what it is, sorry. <laughs> Cannot tell you what it is. Um, oh, Motormouth Crazy asks me on Twitter, are you going to post a preview article? I will, I will. Look for it uh, probably mid next week. I don't want to promote it, I don't want to preview it too early in print. Um, but look for it to come maybe next Wednesday, next Thursday, a week from. Um, So Matt says, oh, any quotes about the holidays this time around? No. Um, Regina, let's see, quotes, 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 quotes. Everybody's asking about quotes. Um, I'm going to guess the hiatus allowed more time to work. I I, I think the the screener uh, for the premiere being really ready, I think that that's probably true, that there was just more time. Um, And it doesn't come across as rushed at all. Um mm-hmm. the, the the episode looks completely ready. um Matt cartelli says the Thanksgiving quote from Manhattan oh my gosh, that's I would say that could be um that could be the best line of the whole series about the Thanksgiving uh, about boy, it's really a good thing. we don't have to celebrate Thanksgiving in Storybrook given the dysfunctionality <laughs> of. That that family is more dysfunctional than the family in Amazon.com's uh, Transparent. So yeah, yes, yeah, it it's a really dysfunctional family. But that that quote from Manhattan is is still one of the best. Um, oh, Outlaw Queen, can you say anything about that? Who's Outlaw Queen? Outlaw Queen? I don't know who Outlaw Queen is. Um, can you say anything about that? How did that turn out on? The screen. I have no idea what Guest 32 means by that. Like it does look promising from what they build in episode three. I have no idea. Okay. Um, so uh, we've been waiting for this for a long time for this meeting between Robin and Regina. Oh, the meeting between Robin Hood and Regina um, is good. There is, I wouldn't say that there are any sparks at this point yet.
0: Well, keep in mind, she doesn't know. We saw the tattoo, but she didn't see the tattoo. Right. So she, know? Yeah. So she so, doesn't know right off the bat.
1: However, there was a comment about how cute he is. <laughs>
0: Ooh, <laughs> can I I got one tease. I thought that we haven't. You, I oh, saw a what? set again in this episode that I did not expect to ever see again <gasps> this year.
1: Oh, me too. Oh, that's right. I See, this is the thing with the timeline being very... Yep. Yeah, there, there are actually... That's a that's non-spoiler ETs, I think. Two, yes, there are actually two sets that we wouldn't necessarily expect to see and two props that we wouldn't necessarily expect to see. And um, there is a great hot fudge sundae. There is. in fact, In fact, two of the props were significant in another episode that has a city name. Mm. Ooh, is that, is that a good teaser?
0: That's a great teaser.
1: <laughs> I know exactly
0: what you're talking about and none of them Right?
1: <laughs> both props. Both those props. From another episode that had a city name as a title. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard something about Emma being cut. Emma being cut. Like cut as in no longer in the show or like cut as in yeah, she's like, no
0: longer in the show. This is her last yeah, episode. Yeah, she's that, that that right. We can, can confirm that. Episode. She can't
1: that's remember being worry. she can't remember being Emma, the savior, whoever. Um there was some reference to superhero powers, however. So maybe she head, that
0: that was a good nice line. And it was a good little yeah. callback to something else. Yes. So that that's been referenced as that before.
1: Yes. For, yes, superpowers. Right. Um, Emma being cut. I'm not sure what that means. Um, I don't know anything There's no about No, Emma, oh, blood. Cut, she, no cut. Oh, cut as in bleeding. No, I, I don't nope. recall No. You recall that? I don't recall any bleeding. Uh, uh, no, she um, was not cut. Oh, so let's see. I'm just kind of trying to make sure here that I have all of the, um, the question uh, there
0: was blood in this episode i can confirm that but it wasn't emma's yeah. blood there was blood
1: in the episode um mm. spoiler. yeah <laughs> spoiler spoiler um and what else oh outlaw queen equals rich Reg- oh outlaw Qu- oh outlaw queen equals regina and robin hood so there is Ah, that's a good one oh. There is interaction between the Evil Queen and Robin Hood. But that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't I can't tease anymore without spoiling. Uh like I said, I didn't um there weren't a lot of-
0: interaction between the evil queen and little John. Can we say that?
1: <laughs> oh, there is. It's very sassy.
0: It is. I like it.
1: I like it too. I, I think that those two are gonna be fun together. Um, Do you see them as a pair? What do you see? Little, little, not queen. as
0: a couple pair.
1: But... <laughs> you don't? I totally see that. L-
0: L- well, wait, wait, yeah, no, no, I'm just
1: kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but can you see it? You know, little queen? Little
0: <laughs> um, you I her have... name, Little Queen. Little Queen.
1: Do you have a favorite moment for the relationships on the show? like Captain Swan. Oh, I do have a really great Captain Swan moment. Mm. I can't tell you what it is though. There are actually several <laughs> of them. There are several of there them. Are. Snowing um snowing. Yeah, there's a, there's a good moment. I think the best ones are Captain Swan. Rumbel there's no there's a there's a good Rumbell moment, but it has because Rumple's not no in it. Rum. It's not really and it's pretty minor. Swanfire, There's a lot of pining. Let me just say that pining for the fjords. No. Oh, that's Monty Python. Um, uh, no, there, there is some pining going on. Definitely. Um, and, but the best, the best relationship stuff I think is, is Captain Swan between Hook and, and we are actually, we're out of time. I can't believe it. We're out of time. And we ended up, wow, we have a lot of people in the chat room. I hope you all enjoyed the show. And I hope that you were teased and not spoiled. Um, I do not do spoilers as a rule. And um, I hope that this was satisfying for you. It was fun for me. And I hope for you too, Jimmy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Even though it's past your bedtime. Um, and yes. Matt Cortelli gets the last <laughs> question. I do hope Sean McGuire becomes a regular for season four. Um, I agree with yeah, that. I think that would be cool. I would be cool. Well, I'm going to say goodnight for uh, Jimmy, uh, Jerome Wetzel TV. You can find him on Twitter at Jerome Wetzel TV. Um, I'm Barbara Barnett. Follow me on Twitter at B underscore Barnett or visit me at Blog Critics. Visit Jimmy at uh JeromeWetzel dot com. That's Jeromewetzel.com. Jeromewetzel.com. And if you go know to JeromeWetzel
0: um, TV, I make no claims of what might show so, up. No,
1: Jeromewetzel.com. And um we will see you guys all next week. Have a great mm-hmm. week, everyone. Bye-bye bye bye now. Bye, Jimmy.